Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Guys, this is my first time hearing this song. Yeah, me too. Besides what? The show. And I like Colby. What? I like. Um, I don't even like her, and I've heard this song. <laughs> I don't know. I like the one that's. Um, what? If you just realize what I'm Oh, yeah. No. That's like one of her most overplayed. I've been trying to <laughs> yeah, Hello, everybody. What up? <laughs> Welcome back to Afterbus TV's After Show for Pitch Slap episode Rise of the Underclassmen. As you can tell, we're all very excited. I'm very excited. I mean, we started the show off with Try, one of my favorite Kobe Kelly songs. Uh, I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. Joining me, full panel once again. I'm Ty Matthews. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. I'm pretty hyped right now. Yeah. Like, more so than usual. I'm not sure why. You just keep this on. Keep playing. And Lindsay Miller. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Rockin' Mama Life. Hey everyone, Jeff Graham here. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham and Instagram at Jeffrey Crane Graham. So many grams every week. Every week! So many Graham grams. crackers. Yeah. Yes. I get hungry every time I Until hear you again. change that Instagram <laughs> handle. I know, I might need to. No, he's got it's a, right there for the taking. He's got a flow for how he says his name now. Yes, and you can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. Alright, Rise of the Underclassmen. Yes. Quick thoughts. What were your thoughts of this overall episode? Jeff, we'll start with you. I said it after we finished it. If you guys didn't know, we all watched in studio together. Um, still love the competitions. The format is getting a little tired. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't anyone's fault besides the fact that they're only following two groups. Rock and Mama Life over here brought up that yeah. they should, incl- if this show gets renewed, definitely include at least one more team. Because the point you brought up was that every week we know that they're not going to get eliminated. Whereas if they had four teams and we're losing one every week, some drama. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to that point, though, I mean, we get get it. Highlands Voices is a small group, mm-hmm. but Stay Tuned is a very big group. Right. Do you think if they got renewed and they brought in another team, say we follow three teams and they were all fairly smaller, like Highland Voices size, do you think that would be better? I think so. I mean, the big problem is with only two teams, like... There really wasn't enough drama to sustain my interest for the first half of the show this week. Mm. Um, yeah. Whereas, like, you're more likely to have, like, more hospital visits or, like, deaths if there's more... I'm totally just kidding. No. But <laughs> really... Right. Totally, I'm totally joking. It's about joking. the music. It's about the music. But you're more likely to just have things happen. Yeah. That sure. was a joke. <laughs> but no, but, like... I think every week's going to feature some sort of backpedaling. It's <laughs> yeah, just a little morbid. But um, it's true that, like, the more people and teams there are the more likely like 
You'll stuff still happens. be engaged. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think Lindsay, just, still love the show, but yeah, I think just logistically, you know, like that's what we were talking about. Is that it's so predictable at this point. Like we know that neither of them are going to be eliminated because then what would they do for the next two episodes? You know what I yeah. mean? So I think if they There's followed no more teams, there would be more show to have. So we're not feeling like okay, you know. Yeah, so we're going to go, we're going to watch the rehearsals, and we're going to see them perform it. It's really, really predictable at this point. Whereas if you have a couple more teams that you're dealing with, different dynamics, then you've got a little bit more to add in throughout the season. Um, but overall, I thought, you know, I enjoyed the performances this week. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Tyler, what were your thoughts? Do you agree with that? I think, yeah, for for as structurally kind of safe as, as, the, as the show's become and as kind of formulaic as it's become, I feel like for some reason this was like one of my favorite episodes and I think it was just because there was such uh there were such strong emotional messages to both of the song choices. Mm-hmm. Like, whereas before we've just gotten like, oh, this is a fun one, or like, oh, this is like we're working on this part of our performance. But this week was two really, really heavy um, kind of messages that they could really get at the heart of. So I really enjoyed this week's episode. As, but I 100% agree as kind of formulaic as it's gotten because it's like we, you know, we were talking about it before we went live. It's very much like, all right, let's go to someone's house now. Mm-hmm. All right. They're having trouble rehearsing. All right, no, they're having trouble rehearsing. And competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Marissa Serfini? I enjoyed this. I Obviously, you guys saw my reaction when I found out that Stay Tuned was singing Marissa Tribe. Marissa lost she hates that her she mind. Like, yeah. I legitimately... I thought that table was about to go, guys. It was, like, it was way she more was, than it should have been. Yeah, like but a 14-year-old girl. I'll just say, there may or may not be an audio file out there somewhere in the world of me singing this song. Uh-oh. <gasps> Zach, our producer, it's your job to find that before the end <laughs> Somebody of the needs to find Same. that. I'm on it. Thank you. <laughs> Zach really is on it. Like, Please, find. Oh, no. I believe you. Um, so, yes, I enjoyed the song. I did enjoy how... For the first time, we had both of these teams that were following. They sang the same type of genre, sh- type of song, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think that uh, just kind of, and I think that reflects on just like where everyone, both of the teams, they're pairing, they're pairing up, and they're on the same level, sure. singing the same types of songs. Now they're literally on the same playing field, yeah. which is uh, really fun. So let's get into it. So we'll start with Highland Voices this week because that's where we actually started. Coach Diana talking to the team. And we saw last week they lost for the first time, and we also saw them immediately blaming the song choice. And but Diane is not really agreeing with that, and actually plays back the video. What did you think of Highland's voices realizing that hey, it wasn't the song choice; it was actually them out of tune. I didn't think that was going to happen that quickly, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, I'm glad it I, did, though. I thought there was going to be a lot more arguing, a lot more back and forth, and at, once they realized it, a lot more. I told you so. I thought there was going to be a lot of that, but I felt like it was a very, very quick, like, hey, we think it was a song choice. Oh, here's the video. Oh, I guess it wasn't. Well, moving on. Yeah, I think it was the smartest thing Diana could have done, and mm-hmm. I, I hope that they do this after every performance. I just think, you know, in in any kind of performance-related world or whatever, if you watch yourself afterwards, it's the most useful training tool to see, because a lot of times, nine times out of ten, what you think you did and what actually was done are not exactly the same and I think this was a case of that where they went out and they felt like you know we did everything we could with that song so obviously it was the song and the choreography that we didn't win because of and then they watched it back and they were like or it could have been because we were out of tune (laughs) 
You know, it's funny, though. I still, last week I said I didn't love that song choice. I still feel the same way. Love you, Diane. I know you're probably tuning in. Um, and, like, it's true that um, the team lost because they didn't do as well as they could have. Um, but I still think that song choice might have played in. But that's just me. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, song choice, maybe. But the way they, the performance technically and actually yeah. physically right. how it was executed was on that. Right. Also, you still you just don't tell your coach that. I think, yeah. like, you defer to your coach, you know. That's what I believe. I think I believe, it was just but, we, we witnessed yeah. the Highlands voices immediately start pointing fingers at that's the thing to blame, mm-hmm. not us. Right. Um, so I, I liked how they finally realized their faults and they're like, all right. So Diana, now I'm bored with them. They're, they're kind of they're like, we've realized this, let's move on. Okay, and so they're singing Hallelujah, a very mo- a very covered, well-covered song. I think a <laughs> lot of people, yes, definitely overdone. That's one of my mental I'm not going to lie, I don't think I had heard of this song before. Either. Really? <laughs> have you seen Shrek? Like American Idol? Shrek? Every have you seen any musical production <laughs> of anything? Have you breathed? <laughs> have you lived? <laughs> Where have you been? Have Have you been on YouTube? Hallelujah! It's a great song. We do love this song. I love it. It's a beautiful song. Now I love it. It's so good that everyone does it though. Everyone. That's the that's does it. I don't get tired of it. Honestly, I love the song, but it is very frequently performed. Yes. But I don't get. I love. I love that song. You listen to it in your car. Yo, every day. Every day. Twice. What do we think of the? audition process that Diana it was a different type of feel everyone wants to audition for this one yeah I loved that everyone's hand shot up when she when she asked I really enjoyed that yeah it's fun I like their audition process because you can tell they really support each other it's fun to watch I think a lot of groups that don't have as healthy of a group relationship will kind of have passive aggressive condescension towards each other but they all really listen and enjoy other people's auditions, which is fun. Yeah, and I think it's it's nice because we get to see them supporting each other and see how much they value each other's talent. Because it's a group of incredibly talented individuals mm-hmm. that are coming together to create a great team, and it's really nice to see them supporting each other and acknowledging the incredible talent that everybody else has. I mean, like, literally, they all killed it. We have no idea who she's going to give this solo to because... They were all amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think for as much as we've seen a family dynamic evolve out of Stay Tuned, I think a lot of people don't realize that it feels like Highlands Voices is just as much of a unit, you know, mm-hmm. of a familial unit with everyone kind of, like you said, supporting each other and, and really wanting everyone to improve. Yeah. Well, I think there's like two schools of thought on how people come together. It's either, you know, they come together because they're led by a really great leader that helps them come together as a team and a family, which we see in Stay Tuned. Or you're sort of brought together through your struggles or mutual distaste. And it seems to be that Highland's Voices has come together sort of like us versus her. Mm. You know, they've come together against you think Diana. So? Yeah, a little bit. I do. Okay. I sense it a bit, too. They, yeah. they definitely build it up that way. But in the end, they may not like each other, but they still can perform well. And right. It's together. it's means to an end, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what do we think uh, we well, we know the song Hallelujah. If you know the meanings behind it, the lyrics about a relationship. Were you and Granite Highland Voices is a small group, and there's only one relationship that goes on in that group. Were you surprised that it was going to go to Vanessa and Andrew? 
I might have seen on Twitter beforehand that it was going to uh, So I can't honestly answer. Come on. So We're West Coast. It was on East Coast. There was a lot of action in the Twitter feed. And I happened to look at it while waiting in line. Well, to okay, answer. Okay, so watching that, if you were no. to go off just the watching I, the I certainly, process, I certainly, as someone did that, didn't, that didn't. Uh, no. Get the show spoiled for me on Twitter. Okay. I I didn't see that coming at all. I thought that they were going to announce Vanessa, and I think the uh, what I thought was the intention to kind of build it up like you expected it to be, Andrew, and then they were going to swerve and give it to I don't know Dan maybe. Dan was really strong. I thought mm. Andrew was incredible. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought he, he was. I was like, week. okay, Andrew, mm-hmm. like been sleeping in the back there, especially for his, a base. He was getting yeah. Up there. Mm-hmm. He had. I thought he had great like. They were really great tone, and like, I was su- really surprised, like pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. by his performance because we haven't seen him want to solo. Right. And it was, re- I wasn't surprised that he got it, just vocally, I thought he did really great. Jeff? Yeah, I mean, I think it was really smart choices on Diana's part to cast those two. Um, obviously, she had to push past the hurdle of them being in a relationship, and we'll talk about whether or not we thought that worked in competition. Mm-hmm. I think we have some disagreement. Well, the, the hurdle of being in a healthy relationship. Right, as, exactly. As opposed to what yeah. she's going for with the performance. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I was really, really happy with how both of them sounded on the solo. I mean, everyone in that group is really great for high school kids. Yeah. And in general, I mean, it's a lot of talented voices on this show, which yeah. makes it fun. I think. I, th- I saw it was definitely predictable. Because after all these episodes, Andrew's the only one who we still haven't seen solo. Right. So eventually he was going to get his time. So it made sense it would go to him. And then the way that they were pairing up with all the other teams that they're competing. And they had the fun little playful moment. Oh, Sam. Sam and Vanessa. You saw the shots cutting to Andrew and his jealousy, quote unquote. <laughs> oh, yeah. You knew Diana was going to p- put the relationship on the pedestal and be like, go, have fun. And Phil goes, Mr. See Your Girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Phil. Always so, our comic relief. I think for entertainment purposes, but also for singing purposes as well. Uh-huh. It, it mm-hmm. made I think the most sense. It. Yes. Yeah, sure. It definitely made the most sense that both of these two got this particular song. Yeah. All right. And so during the rehearsals, Andrew's having a hard time connecting to the song. Do you agree with Diana's way and how she was interpreting? She wanted an angry relationship. Did you like that choice? I yeah, I like that a lot. I Me think too. that it's it's like she said, it's a it's a stronger choice than the Disney ending. You know, I think uh, a lot I of people Disney. a lot of people could go out Me there too. and as as great as Disney musicals are, we know that. I think a lot of people could go out there and just do a happy love song and like she said kind of embrace at the end and everything's mm-hmm. hunky dory but I think it takes even more talent and even more complexity and depth to go out there and and really portray kind of the layers of a troubled relationship because there's so much more happening there there's so many different you know conflicting and competing emotions in a situation like that and so I think that really spoke to to their talent that they were able to kind of even even take that on in the first place yeah okay so a couple things. I love when someone makes a bold choice to interpret something in a new way. So I applaud Diana for making a choice that is unique in her interpretation of the song. However, <laughs> I would not have made that choice. I just I I agree with Andrew, and I think part of the issue he was having was that to him this song 
it, to me, the song's not even about a relationship, but certainly not like a aggressive, aggressor, submissive, whatever like relationship she was portraying. And so I think what he was struggling with was that he wanted to do this song and was connected to this song because he had a personal connection and interpretation of it that was his own and it was personal. And I think the choice she made is so different from how most people interpret that song that I think he was really struggling with how he feels when he hears that song and he sings that song versus how she wanted him to perform that song. And I think that that's really challenging as an artist if you hear something and interpret something in one way and you have to perform it in a distinctly different manner. Um, so I think that's... Be the mean guy, she says. I kind of... Th- I agree with what you're saying to an extent. I think it's not necessarily that he didn't have the same interpretation. It was maybe just that he wasn't maybe old enough or mature enough to be able to portray those emotions. Um, which I don't want to undersell high schoolers, but... Um, yeah, first of all, I did like the choice. I was glad Diana made that choice. Mm. And I think it was... Um, I think it was the right one for a number of reasons. Even if high schoolers weren't ready to portray a song in that way, I think pushing pushing kids to really push themselves artistically like that is going to pay off for them a lot in the long run. Mm-hmm. And I think the decision worked 90%. Enough that they deserve the win mm-hmm. this yeah. week. So. And I think that's one of the major recurring themes that we've seen is these really deep, emotionally kind of dense and complex songs mm-hmm. that they do have to really push through to portray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. I I think it was interesting how Andrew did, you know, he was a man enough to say he didn't understand and he didn't want to be the mean guy towards his girlfriend, towards someone he's also performing again, so uh, in the um, musician aspect as well. Um, I liked how he realized he was having struggles with it, but then he did work through it. And then we did see the moment where he's like, all right, I'm now starting to connect with it. Um, the whole passive, sub, uh, you know, dominant-submissive type of choice was interesting, especially for the song that we've heard so many times. We haven't seen this interpretation. Mm-hmm. So I like that Diana did something different for us to remember this type of version of a song that a million people have heard right. a million and a half times. I think now being new to the song, this is going to be the one interpretation yeah. that's that, going to be that burned into your memory. Yeah. So good on you, Diana. <laughs> You've made us remember. You've seen Shrek, right? I mean, like, when it first came out, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but probably the kids who are watching don't even know what Shrek is. You don't have to watch is. Shrek. Just watch, like, every season of American Idol. Yeah. Every season of... The Voice. Never. The Voice. Yeah. X Factor and America's Got Talent. Any reality competition show that has music involved in mm-hmm. it, go watch it. You'll eventually come across I all see. of it. Yeah. I see it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Stay tuned. <laughs> yes. So they they off of a win. They're very excited. Deke puts and the trophy in a case on display. They mm-hmm. have their little celebration. Big I thought party. this was sweet. It was so Absolutely, sweet. I kind I put of love in my notes. Very glee. Yeah, <laughs> so glee. I was gonna say I love the contrast between we like move into Highlands Weiss's right at the beginning and it's like shade was thrown last week. <laughs> blah 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 blah. And then we it's cut stay tuned. It's like party. Yeah. Stay tuned. I was like, oh, <laughs> let's toast okay. our water. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. oh, Tiny high school. Bubble. They're toasting water. Yeah, <laughs> throw it back. Apple juice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Milk. I thought this was, this was very sweet. So, That's weird. You know, they got the moment of, all right, we got, we won. Now let's keep moving forward mm-hmm. and let's do better. 
It's like we can't just go off of a win now still be like, all right, we're, we're, when we're done. Right. No, you keep yeah. pushing forward. So their song, try, Kobe Kale. I'm very excited about the song, <laughs> She's guys. She's so it's excited really about bad. this. <laughs> really, really bad. Just try to chill. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But I'm just, Get out. All right. <laughs> oh, we should have just prepped this show that, yes, it is week two of the Summer Invitationals. They are up against, it's another competition, four teams. We have Stay Tuned, Highland Voices, Soulfidge, which we've seen before, mm-hmm. and a new team that we haven't seen, but they're not really new. They've been around. Unaccompanied Minors. Which I love that name. Great name. Such a good name. Fantastic. I just think of the movie. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't seen the movie, but I love this <laughs> it name. It works on so many so, levels. Yeah. So many levels. So, so Akapani. Oh, I I, I'm not going to lie. Just now got it. Yeah, there's so <laughs> many. Well, there's right also, now. you know, oh Minor in music. No, I got, that's, oh, yeah. what, that's what I got. Yeah. <laughs> And unaccompanied, no, as in, okay, no, okay. Yeah. Mine is not mine. In case you guys didn't that understand. All, that all just exploded in my head yeah. right this second. It is a multifaceted pun. It sure is. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was very good. <laughs> all right. So I liked how Deke's message, he says that uh, you guys aren't in choir anymore, but you have the potential to win the entire thing. We saw last week there was that brief moment of doubt that Deke was like, I would not bet on you right now. Mm. But now, after they won... And Deke's now saying, you guys can now win it all. I love this. Yeah. it's. I mean, yeah. that's how you start the next competition. You boost your team up. You're like, you won, you can win everything. You know what Motivation. I, you know what I like about Deke is I feel like, yes, he's like, you know, happy, like, fun dad or whatever. Um, but I feel like he's really genuine. You know, there's like a lot of people oh, that definitely. are like, oh, you're great, you're fantastic, you sound beautiful or whatever. And it's, not genuine and I feel like he really is like when he's saying those words I feel like he legitimately is now also realizing you guys could really win this thing and it it's so genuine and real that it's great to see and I feel like I don't know just it's really nice to see that mm-hmm. like so, honesty yes Try is a very emotional song it's all about self acceptance and self image and once you can accept yourself for who you are, you can accept other people. And that, I think that's the beautiful message of uh, that song. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get Ashley, apparently one of the more timid, more introverted people of mm-hmm. the Stay Tuned group. And Deke chooses her. Do you think this has the audience seen enough time with her to realize that she's the perfect choice for this song? No, and I think that actually worked for this episode. I think in in terms of, you know, we talked obviously a lot about the formula, and I think if you're going to create drama from anywhere, it's that, is she going to get over her nerves? Is she going to get over mm-hmm. this sort of introversion to be able to to pull off such a strong and such an emotionally complex song? Yeah. And it was interesting that, that it was, that Deke just gave it to her. I mean, obviously we couldn't sit through 21 auditions yeah. in, in an hour-long show, but, um, but yeah, so I think that, I think that worked for sure. Have there been auditions in Stay Tuned yet? I, this is the first time they've actually had a single, single soloist. Oh, you're right. That's right, yeah. So, and I don't even know that they have auditioned, um, but I also feel like Deke... Not that we would. ...has such right. a strong hold musically on the arrangements that he's putting together 
that I think he thinks about each and every right. person of that team and how they fit in. And I'm sure he's done, you know, like one on one with all of them to know where their voices are and their strengths. Mm. Or You're right. When uh, Marissa and I talked to him, he talked about every arrangement he does. He thinks of the group. So yeah. it was really cool. His philosophy on arrangements. Sorry to interrupt, by the way. No. Um, is that he will an arrangement is a living, breathing thing, and each group should revoice it and take the core concept but write it specifically for that group which i think is pretty cool yeah yeah Yeah. and so this group first it the song first time for a solo arrangement 18 part Mm. 18 part original sorry solo sing single solo and then 18 part arrangement god me and numbers (laughs) (laughs) which is like incredibly hard like if you don't sing or doing like i am not a singer i am a dancer who sings but it is so hard to do that, to do any kind of, like, harmony or, like, when there's multiple people doing different things, to be the only person doing your part and there's 17 other people singing something else is, like, incredibly hard. we got to remember, there's 21 of them. There's 18 arrangements. But I think okay, he said well, one person per voice. Well, yeah, let's see. he said one. If there's a beatboxer and a soloist... And someone was sick that day. Then that's how it all works out. Eighteen parts. There, yeah. there you go. Guys, we did the math. <laughs> well, no, we because we lost one. Right, we lost that one girl. Nicole went to Texas. Went to Texas. Right. She was there. Nicole was she there? there. Yeah. She Why was, have we not she seen was, her yeah. sing yet? She was one of the prom girls. Right? Maybe right. she's going to be the revolution. Sure? I'm one hundred percent sure. Yeah. She had an incredible voice. What's the chat? The chat will know. Right. Texas. So, <laughs> Ashley gets the solo. We see that we go to Ashley's house, and her mom is a professional jazz so yeah. singer, so she has some history with music. Um, and she she grew up with music, so she knows she has the ability and whatnot. But I thought this was sweet seeing, mm-hmm. you know, every time we get a soloist from Stay Tuned, we always go to their house, or mm-hmm. we go to a friend's house and something. So we get more intimate with whoever... You know, is singing that week, and I, I, I love it. I love it. Was it. Yeah, second generation yeah. singer. Yeah, yeah. I might have teared up. I got one hundred percent. Yeah. I really That's wanted the moms so to be like a real jazzy, like, "Hey, Katie, I gotta make right," <laughs> like one of those. <laughs> oh my god! Do you guys watch Broad City? You like, want her to no. just be like draped over a baby grand as she's talking to her daughter. <laughs> she's like, like hey. at last, my hey. daughter got a solo. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. We can move on, Marissa. You take it away. <laughs> yes, let's do that. I have right, no so words. During, during the rehearsals, Deke puts mirrors in front of them, uh, which I thought this was a great character choice. I, I liked think it a lot. Or, like, yeah. Maybe not character choice, just like performance mm-hmm. choice uh-huh. to help them really enhance their performance. Dancers do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, dance studios surrounded by mirrors, so you you can always watch yourself and perfect whatever you're doing. So I thought this was great, and it's also literally the ref- your reflection and what the song means and what if you can't accept yourself image, you can't. Oh, what did he say? You can't accept yourself. How can you sing a song about accepting others? Mm. Brilliant. He hit the nail on the head. Right there. Yeah, awesome. I thought it was really smart. I think that. You know, we've seen De- Deke is a smart coach, and I think that you hit the nail on the head. It's like if you if you can't look at yourself in the mirror and accept what you see, you can't get this. And I think that he knew that they were going to struggle with that because they're teenagers, and 
even as adults, like you live I know. in a like people yeah. struggle with self image, but like especially teenagers. I mean, it's this the struggle is real. High school is rough. Like Hashtag no matter where, but like know. no matter where you fall in like the social spectrum, like it's hard. Everybody, the most popular kid and the least popular kid, all struggle with self image. You're going through so much change. It's just an awful, awful time. Like for self image and whatever, mm-hmm. and having them sit there and look in the mirror, I think really brought out the emotion that he needed for that song for them to really connect with the real stuff that you kind of bury down deep and you don't want to talk about and you don't want to think about but it's very real for each and every one of them yeah and we've seen these creative um, choreography choices from Deke before these skits as as Diana was to skits, call them quote unquote quote unquote um, <laughs> gimmicks and skits and so but I, I love I mean I, I feel like just from what I've seen, that's kind of a lot of the part of it is being creative with your with your choreography and kind of telling a story. And so I think using the mirrors in that way was such a good like I'm surprised we didn't see it earlier. Yeah. You know? yeah. But with yeah. this song specifically, obviously very very uh, appropriate. That. Well, and and on that note, Deke to me is an artistic director. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't choreograph steps. He doesn't choreograph production numbers. He's an artistic director, and he's looking at it from that that eye. He's creating a feel that is about the song, about telling a story, and you can call it a skit, you can call it what you want, but... Yeah, and he's, he said it himself, the Stay Tunes weakest, one of their, not, not their strongest points, is choreography, so what he did yeah. better is storytelling, so he definitely conveyed that message. So, they're at a prom, girls Love are lined up doing their makeup, and then the guys come up and... It's always that sinking feeling that who is anyone going to ask me to the prom? Is anyone going to ask me to dance? Are you even going to go to prom? I didn't. But um, it's it's that message that all teenagers can relate to. And I really like that because that also reflects with the message of the song. It's like, do you change your self-image just so everyone else can accept you? And it's like, No. And we, so during the rehearsals, we have Megan is the chosen one who's left alone. But at the end, they all come together, realize she is alone, and she, they're all there together. Yeah. And I love that moment. That was so sweet. Such, oh. such a strong, powerful yeah, wow. moment that hit me really hard. Yeah. yeah, and you saw like from Megan's reaction, you like cry. you yeah. can't you can't not be affected by that. Yeah, yeah I. You're gonna cry right now, Ted. Oh, PMA! <laughs> I love it. That's a big Um... <laughs> What I was going to say is, yeah, so some of Deke's... I love that Deke always makes strong choices no matter what. Historically, I haven't been 100% on all of them, but this worked really well, I thought, and was, like, very age-appropriate and, like, very... In the same way that I think Diana's choice may have been a bit outside of the age and experience of Mm -hmm. high schoolers. Right, right. I think this was, like, so spot-on with what high schoolers know, and that's why it worked so well for me. Yeah, it was relevant and it was real. I loved it, but there's this small little feminist part of me that really hated it. Yeah. Mm. Because it, as much as I get what the story he was trying to tell, inherently in that story is all of the cliched stuff you're trying to break away from. Yeah. You know, like I wish that. Why did all the girls have to be chosen for the prom? Yeah. Why are the girls sitting there doing their makeup? The whole time, you know, like it just—I get it, and, and artistically for what he was trying to do, it set the message, and it was great. But I think he had an opportunity to make a greater message out sure. of it. You know, I thought the same thing, but and Diane actually mentioned it, which I thought was interesting and 
um, funny, but the way I interpreted it was that um, they like were using makeup as a way to cover up. And, and I, yeah, I get mm-hmm. that's exactly what he was doing. He wasn't and, saying yeah. like, oh. And in fairness. I mean, Diana did point out last week with Love Shack that the choreography was very literal. It's also very literal with this song. It's like, yeah. the line, put the your lyrics, makeup on, put your makeup on, get your nails take done, it off. <laughs> yes, yeah. get your hair done. Uh, it's like, again, I think it was the literal choreography that maybe we might be overthinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. But during the rehearsals, Nick's it's tempo point, was I, d- I did love when she, when she said, like, they're putting on so much makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well... They're teenagers. But it's just, I think it was only because that's such a long part of the song that you kind of have to just keep doing it. Put your makeup on for the fifth time. Which, by the way, there's nothing more awkward than, like, trying to do everything that you do in daily life. But, like, pantomiming it. Like, pretending. Like, you just inherently become an awkward human being. You're like, what? Who... Who does that? Oh, I know. Whoever does that? I would have been so bad, and I would have been like, "Put your makeup on." There's no way Jeff's brain could have done. I don't even know what you just tried to do. That was not. That's not putting on. I'm telling you, during 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 the rehearsal, they uh, because it is such an emotional song. They've been performing it for two days straight. Deeks worried that they're losing the emotional wave that they're on. That they. That they are getting on, maybe not exhausted, but they're it's they're starting to lose it, mm-hmm. that momentum. And so again, Deke's always worried that hey, if they don't keep it up, they can get eliminated. Right, and so, it's hard it's hard to keep something like that up when you're just like really, really kind of um, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for, but when you're really, really workshopping a song that hard, it's hard yeah. to keep up the emotional resonance throughout the entire time. Absolutely. All right, let's get to competition. Yeah. All right, four teams, the Stay Tunes, Highland Voices, Soulfridge, and Unaccompanied Minors. Let's go in the order in which they were. Soulfridge. You knew it. Yeah. I like it so much better than Soulfridge. <laughs> I wish they were called Soulfridge. Soulfridge. All right, well, Unaccompanied Minors... <laughs> Their main singer was Jacob, the youngest. He's a freshman, 14 years old. They mm. sang Radioactive by May Imagine Dragons. What did you think of this? Real quickly, let's get through them. I mean, I I, I don't want to be influenced too much by what Andrew said, but I think he got it dead on. It's just uh-huh. kind of like it, it wasn't really that creative. It was good. You know, it was it good. It sounded like Imagine Dragons. But, yeah, exactly. It sounded like an acapella group singing in Radioactive. It and wasn't so, original. And so for, for as impressive as Jacob was, it wasn't really as creative as, as it needed to be to truly be a great performance. Mm-hmm. Lindsay? Um, I thought Jacob was adorable, and I want to put him, like, in my pocket. He's super cute, little 14-year-old, and he's going to have, you know, I would love to see where he goes from here. Mm. I think Ashley actually nailed it, where she said, um, you know, they put on a good show, but there's like nothing behind it. There's no emotional connection. Mm-hmm. There, you know, that song is a really powerful song, and it was just a bunch of you know talented kids doing some steps and singing to, you know, singing the song, and there wasn't really a whole lot of connection to it or, or storytelling happening there. Jeff, I would love to see that group break off into two groups because I think they had more people than Stay Tuned. There was so they did many. There was a lot. Large, yeah. It was a big group. It's a really big group. And I was going to say they could benefit from some cuts, but they don't even need to do that. If they just made two 12-person groups right. or more, I don't know. I just think it would be... Well, have the, unac- the 
junior varsity right. and the varsity yeah. team. I would love. To, I think it'd be interesting to see what would happen if they made that choice because they were they were too big. I think, but mm-hmm. good. I mean, they were good enough. I mean, it's a great song. Jacob, great singer. He has the potential to be awesome. I think for that type of song, his voice was still a little too high. Right, right, and yeah. And it took but me... he was young. Uh, yeah, he's very he's young. young. But just... But very young. He sounded young but for the song. But the voice exactly, hasn't yeah, for the song, yet. definitely. For the song, his voice was too high. Yeah, I'd love to hear him sing like a diva song to see what he brings. You know what I mean? He, sure. He would probably rock it. I know. He had attitude. I mean, he owned it. I yeah. All right, adorable. stay tuned and try. What did you think? Tygo. I think Ashley killed it. I yeah. I really enjoyed. I mean, like you know, we we keep talking about how strong the song was, but I think it really 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 came through visually at the end when we see that visual of Megan sitting front and center and the entire stay tuned just kind of like advancing towards her. But it's it it I think it told a really really great message, and I think that that Ashley, for as I think as as nervous as she was, I think she really really did it. I think she made her mom proud. Mm. I like yeah. that. I thought it actually sounded amazing as well. I wrote down that I wish I could have seen this live. And, you know, the the camera work on this show is great. However, these pieces are choreographed for stage. Right. And there's a very different quality. And I think you lose a lot of it when you have these cuts to individual people and stuff like that. And I get it. You're trying to tell a story. But I wish I could have seen the story that Deke staged because I thought... That it, from what I saw in the rehearsals and the clips that I saw, it looked like he had really smart, connected staging with a really good message. And I feel like I didn't really get the emotion of the song watching it in that final performance because of the camera work. Because like, you couldn't get that feel of everybody really coming forward from this you know, more disconnected place because of how the camera shot it. So that was my only... Yeah, that's the first time I've realized I wanted that until you said it. Because it it did take away this week for the first time, I think. Um, Only problem I had was I think it was a little rushed. Yes. Okay. I had to hit him. It's actually funny. It's the only time Deke's ever said something that disagreed musically. He was telling Ashley to follow the beatboxer earlier in the um, episode, and I was kind of thinking, no, the beatboxer always follows the soloist. Nick was having problems with the tempo during rehearsal. Yeah. Oh, was that Stay Tuned? Yeah. Yeah, for Um, Stay Tuned. Yeah, and I think it's probably the nature of having such a big group. The beatboxer has to drive the group, but I would have loved. I think, I think the soloist drives the song, and the group supports the soloist. And I think Ashley, I think she was rushed a little bit and didn't have enough time to really sit on the solo like she wanted mm-hmm. to. But I thought she sounded amazing. They mm-hmm. sounded amazing. I'm being hypercritical, yeah. but yeah, um, they sounded great. I I said, Jeff, you and I pretty much have the same notes. I said they sounded great. Mm-hmm. They had a true moment, and I felt the the message was clear-cut. Um, we definitely got that. Be- it's funny that, um, I shouldn't say funny, but interesting you bring this up, Lindsay, that visually you weren't there. I didn't really watch it. I was more so listening to it because yeah. I was writing my notes. But I really picked up that the song sped up. And that's a, I mean, some parts of, like, the lyrics can be said fast, mm-hmm. but the overall message is a fairly slower song. It's a slower beat. And I felt like the first 10 to 15 seconds were fine, but afterwards you could slowly hear it speed up. And that took me out of it because I love the song so much. I hear it repeatedly, and I knew when I was like, it's not supposed to be that fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. So um, overall sounded great, though. Mm-hmm. Sounded great. Ashley, you were awesome. Okay, let's go to Sofedge. 
And we have Sam. Sam. <laughs> what a voice. Sam. The redhead. Which was, and they sang the A-Team, Ed Sheeran. Whoa, what a voice. This is pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. What a voice. Incredibly talented. Jeff, let's start with you. Yeah, I mean, like, hard to deny the talent in that kid. Like, really tasteful solo, which, like, a lot of people with that voice don't know how to sing a solo tastefully. Mm. Yeah. And I thought he, like, was really beautiful, super in tune. Um, yeah, like, it was just, I I can tell he hasn't totally discovered, like, the potential of his voice yet. Mm. Like, I'd love to hear that kid in college, but, man, he's got a future in singing, for yeah. sure. Mm. Really good solo. Yes, Arrangement, yeah. okay, but great solo. Yeah, agreed. I mean, undeniably super, super incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. I love that song. So, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it just felt effortless. It felt like he was just one of those people who's born to sing, and I'm sure he works really, really hard at it, but there's just some people that just are born with it, and I think he's one of those people. Um, I thought visually, meh, mm-hmm. you know, right. and, I, and I wrote down, without Sam, question mark, dot, dot, dot. Right. I was so captivated by his performance, and, and I think it's a double-edged sword when you have a soloist that's that incredibly talented, that I don't know if I just didn't pay attention to anybody else, or if the group was really resting on him carrying the performance. So mm-hmm. Actually, really quick, the interesting thing is because they only get one song choice, normally you compete with three, oh. and like you would always choose a song like that second, because you start with a big, intense group number, and then a solo feature, and then like another kind of rousing... The problem is, I think if you only have one song choice, you never do like a solo feature like that because yeah. that's what happens. Yeah, it's Sam in the group instead of the group. Right. Yeah. So right. yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I can't. I can't really add much that you guys haven't said. I was absolutely floored by that performance, mm-hmm. and it's always interesting to me when I see solo performances and not really knowing the technical side of it. Like I'm just. I think I'm just kind of you know going in really. I don't know what the right word is, but. Um, I don't, not necessarily unprepared, but just kind of with kind of like raw, yeah, ears, yeah. basically. And so this absolutely just—I mean, Sam killed it. Um, I was—I was expecting to see more of the the dynamic, the triangle that they kind of teased a little bit, yeah, between Andrew, yeah. Vanessa, and Sam. I know. Like perhaps a pre-performance hug, right? <laughs> right. But I do love Secret that handshake. I do love that that uh, moment with Vanessa where she's like, "Oh, I love Sam," I love Sam. but I hope we still beat him. <laughs> I thought that was fun mm. uh, to watch. I, I'm glad that they didn't take it any farther. It just set sure. up the audience of like, this is who you're supposed to watch out for. Mm. I think yeah. Sam's voice was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Lindsay, you said you only heard him. I I only heard him, but I'm okay with that. Right, right. <laughs> you, you seen, you've heard me talk about other performances, people who've had their one solo and you can't remember anyone else, but that bothered me. This didn't bother me because yeah. he was mm-hmm. so that good. good. Yeah. He was so good. I I also made a note. Uh, I think it was interesting that all the women in part of this group were all long-haired brunettes. Hmm. Did you notice? There were no blondes. Discriminatory. Maybe that was a character <laughs> choice. What a lot of Italians. I don't know. Weird. Perhaps just no blondes went out for yeah, the. I just find it team. physically that was interesting that all the women they all had long hair that was straight and down and brunettes. A lot of Italians on the East Coast, maybe. This is true. Maybe. Yes. A lot of Italians. Not that that took away or added anything to a performance, because Sam is still great. All yeah. right. Highland Voices. Hallelujah. Great. Great. Mm. Um, Vanessa and Andrew, dang. Yeah, they right. sounded mm-hmm. great. Yeah. 
Nice job, guys, if you're listening. And Vanessa especially, just like, yeah. especially near the end of this song, just the, the raw emotion on her face mm-hmm. was absolutely overwhelming. I think she scared you, herself. I think she didn't mean to have her voice no, crack. That which was, I love yeah. that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. she was like, whoa, I'm in this, mm-hmm. which was fun. What do you think of the wardrobe choice being all white, which shows, in a way, purity? Uh-huh. And, um, and with the red scarf and the red wristband ribbon thing. It was it was heavy on, it was heavy on the symbolism and Sam from Stay Tuned was not feeling that. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I think it's interesting she picked white because of they they were supposed to be angry dominant mm-hmm. and they're in white, which you would think it'd be a darker darker color like black. Mm. Well, they were uncorrupted, but it was the red, red that symbolized that the broken relationship. Yeah. Anger. Yeah. It was a little heavy-handed. It was a yeah, it was a lot. I mean, you know, it's art. It and is. art it is. is interpreted by people in different ways. Um, if this was a painting, I wouldn't put it on my wall. But I still appreciate the art of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that she made a choice and they were deliberate. And she was telling a story that she believed and that they believed. And they told the story Diana wanted them to tell beautifully. I wouldn't read that story if I had to choose out of the library. But I thought the song was beautiful and powerful and amazingly performed. I thought, you know, we've seen Vanessa before and we know she has a great voice. But I think that this performance really elevated her in in that. Like, I mean, her voice was incredible and her performance was authentic and real. And I didn't see a whole lot of Broadway in it, which is a huge compliment that it was, like, very raw and real, which the song needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I think I was kind of sharing... Oh, I guess we haven't really talked about the performance yet. Yeah, great solos. Um, I'm trying to think there's anything I haven't said or that hasn't been said yet. Um, good arrangement. Here's one thing I really liked. I think Diana coached that out of them, too. Like, props to her, because right, mm-hmm. right. she pushed she pushed those kids. She did. And they really brought it. And, like, I think they deserve the big old W this week. Sure. Yeah, she, yes, they got. she pushed the dominance, and I definitely got that, to and the point for, where and, the voice screaming. I I was off-put mm-hmm. a bit, because, again, I mean, Andrew, but he sung by himself. Holy crap, everyone heard him, and I, that was Beyond inc- brilliant. So strong. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was amazing to the point where I was taken back, but yeah. kind of in a good way. Mm-hmm. Surprised. Right, right. And yeah. like, I was kind of floored. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So, yes, Jeff, you brought up they won. Yeah. And I, and just to, to touch on that, I love, I love for as much as we've seen Andrew and, and Diana butt heads, I feel like this was a really, really awesome moment to see of them kind of like teaming up and mm-hmm. seeing what they could do together between his solo performance and her like you said being able to coach that sort of emotional performance out of him as well yeah and sometimes yeah to add to that sometimes the best performance the best team you can have is a coach who doesn't get along with the player Mm -hmm. because you will see better end results because there's so much fighting means like they're on the same page in some way whiplash you can see that i was just thinking that i was just thinking that i was thinking sports and i could could pick athletes with certain coaches that they're known notoriously known for not getting along right but somehow they always but it works for some people it works And that's what I was thinking. So maybe that's that's just the relationship. Andrew and Diana, they don't get along on screen. But something happens where something magical comes out of all that. Yeah. So, all right, let's get to the scores. Fourth place, who also gets eliminated, unaccompanied minors. They got 70 out of 90. 
And then we had third place, so Fedge, 72 out of 90. And then second place was Stay Tuned. They got 80 out of 90. They didn't win. They got second place. They're not eliminated, but this was their highest score yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deke was very happy about that. Are we happy? Absolutely. And I think um, on, on the note of just, I guess, maybe being formulaic a little, I feel like this was the first week where I feel like we could have kind of predicted exactly where each team was yeah. in mm-hmm. the standings. Yeah. Really? See, I felt like this was the first time that I genuinely wasn't sure who was going to come out one or two, Highlands uh, Voices or Stay Tuned. Right, right. Because okay. I think they both were really strong um, this week, and it was the yeah, first I time did. I was like, mm, I'm not sure who's, who's Right, gonna right, win. right. And okay. ju- even just in terms of the arc of the show, I did think that Highlands Voices were going to drop another competition in a row just to really, you know, up their game. right. Yeah, I um, think this is the f- one of the first weeks where I thought the scores are very fair and reasonable across the board. Right, right. Yeah. I actually think, no offense to unaccompanied minors, they may have been overscored a bit. A 70 is pretty generous. Huh? But eh, maybe not. I don't know. Um, don't you start backpedaling. You, you own it. You I own it, Jeff. They all you made think faces, they shouldn't have gotten 70. <laughs> that is your opinion. You That's own true. it. Um, but yeah, if you, I don't, I'm not sure Highland's Voices was only like... 15% better than unaccompanied minors, which is mm. what those scores would suggest. If yeah, anything, Highland Voices got the highest score in the vocal performance for sure. Mm. High score voices? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so with that, let's go to... Well, before we go to predictions, Ooh. I will throw out the fun question again, because we haven't asked... I haven't asked this in a couple oh, of yeah. weeks. What is a fun song you think that should be arranged? Oh, yeah. Ooh, I just oh, thought of yeah. one right now. What's that? <laughs> I got so excited. Um, okay. I want to see we'll Highlands. I want to see Highlands voices say, sing um, "Some Nights" by Fun. Ooh, okay. Some nights, okay. yes. Okay. All yeah. right. They're a good I... size for that song. Mm-hmm. Want to see? Stay tuned. Do Britney Spears hit me, baby, one more time? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna just shamely like steal your idea. I'm gonna go with Fun, but I'm gonna go with Be Calm. By fun? I don't know it. Have you, do you know that no, song? I'm uh, first that night. song? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I sing it days are long ago. That's uh, not actually that different from. All right. How I'm going to take it farther than all you. I'm going to go back to the 90s because 90s is my life. Sure. Do you guys remember, remember the song by Delamitri, Roll to Me? Yes, uh, absolutely. I remember that song. Pretty, pretty baby, everything you hope to be. Yes. I don't know names of songs or artists, but if you sing a couple words. That song is so freaking fun just on its own. It would be fun to see someone bring that back to today's time. I have an arrangement, guys. Four parts. And sing it. Oh, my God. Amazing. (laughs) Soprano, alto, tenor bass. Yes. That's a very short song. It's only two minutes long. (laughs) Two and a half. They can can, can can easily do this song. Love it. Okay. All right. That was our fun segment. Uh, before predictions, sorry, we keep Wait, adding more. Wait, did we more. find, <laughs> did we no, 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 find the audio thing. clip of Marissa Serafini singing? Oh, yeah. No, you won't. No? Unless I post it. All right. Oh, For anyone in the chat room, please no? find it. Oh, All right. man. How about I tie this into it? Okay. Because... I'm going to read a review that someone left on iTunes. Thank you, everyone, for who's Aww. been listening, Aww. reading, commenting, <laughs> downloading, subscribing. Everyone's been awesome. We did ask you to rate and comment, and one of you guys did. So I'm going to read you out right now. Goose 
497 gave us five stars. He uh-huh. says, great show. These guys are super in-depth and enhance the experience of watching the show with their analysis. It's gotten to the point that I look forward to the podcast as much as the show itself. Goose! Aww, we so love thank you, Goose. Goose. He's the man, Goose. I think, that's Justin. I think that's Justin. There you go. Aww. Rate, if comment, Justin, subscribe. We, we will shout you out. Alright. Predictions. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And now... Tie your beaming. I will never not love this. I love Every it. single they show so that I'm on. So concrete. Like the aliens will drop down. You guys are exactly right. watching the lights flash every time we hear predictions. Yeah. Go. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, You were no. very excited. Oh, man. I thought you had something to oh, say. No, I just get really excited for the lights and the sounds. <laughs> we're eight. I Hashtag puberty yeah. I completely forgot about <laughs> actually we having doing. predictions. All right, so while you think, yes, Jeff, will please. go to you then. Okay, I bet there will be, like, some... They'll rehearse, and I bet there will be some infighting in the group, mm-hmm. and I think the soul is going to get picked, but maybe be too timid, but they'll go to someone's house, then they'll go compete, <laughs> and then I think at the competition, either Safety in our hounds voices will win, but the other team will get second. Okay, well, we did see in the <laughs> previews a one small snippet of Devi- Defying Gravity. Mm-hmm. Seven yeah. voices doing Wicked? I hope. Absolutely. Do you well, think they Maddie, have the talent to do Wicked? Maddie singing it, and I'm calling it right now. It's going to be Maddie and Vanessa singing it together. One of them's going to be the um, good witch, so one of them's going to be the bad right. witch, for and it's sure. going to be this full on Broadway extravaganza. I'm so Super excited for it's it. It's perfect too because Maddie's Galent- Maddie is so Alphaba mm-hmm. and Vanessa's so Galenda. Yep, calling it. Yeah. Although Deke said that he has something up his sleeve. Oh, yeah. And I'm really curious as to what you guys think that might be. Mm. He says know. he still has a trick up his sleeve. You know, you know what I would like? I don't know if it'd be a trick, but it would be fun to see other coaches or like other musicians come mm. in just for to give. That would be that's really what I was nice for the show, be, yeah. like how they do on The Voice, and they have like random. Yeah, just get a show yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. just get someone else's perspective and be like, "You guys are great. This is also yeah. something sure. to just you know give them another voice." Ed Boyer, maybe. If you guys know acapella, that would be pretty Ed cool. Boy, would be <laughs> or they just like switched coaches. Oh, so, oh man, crisscross. That would be that would be terrible. Okay. <laughs> no, what I do you think? See, I really want to see that now. I don't know. I think it's like just magic. That was exactly. I hope he just pulls something out of his sleeve. It's just, just magic, just like full on magic. I bet Deke loves magic. You I heard bet it here he does first. too. I love magic. Maybe. All no, right. I think that was my. That was the very first place my mind went to. Was like a guest. Magic. A guest. No. A guest. <laughs> a guest coach. Yeah. Like guest someone. Coach. Yeah, someone... Uh, I don't think so. Or, I feel like that's against the rules. Or Deke actually performs for them. Mm, I hope. No, it's got to be a trick he has up his sleeve. Like, I, I think... I don't think? know. I don't know. All right. What do you think? Know. Get it. What do you Anything think? else? I don't know. No, I don't no. We love like you a, guys. It's got a mashup, though. So we, I don't know. Yes. Mm. We do love this show. Thank you, everyone, who's been listening and watching us, tuning in every single week. You guys are awesome. Where can they keep following you? Hey guys, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham, Instagram at Jeffrey Crane Graham. Really quick, I do have to plug my college acapella group, Open Fifth from Miami University of Ohio, just got two CARA nominations, which is actually a pretty big deal. Aiden Leahy, yep. Aiden Leahy for Best Solo, and um, 
a kind of an appropriate college song. It's Up Down by T-Pain, but our arrangement was nominated for go. Best Male. Get it's okay. it. College. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty it's awesome. The CD's called Late Night. I would highly recommend it to any Octacala fans. Okay. Awesome. Lindsay. Super duper. Lindsay. I'm Lindsay Miller. You can find me on everywhere on social media at Rockin' Mama Life. Including Periscope. Including Periscope, which I'm now getting super We successful. had a fun Periscope Super successful Periscope show, yeah. tonight, guys. Definitely so did. proud of Lindsay. Still yeah. can't figure out how to turn it off. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. Uh, various other after shows, Monday Night Raw, Second Chance, The Magicians, Lucha Underground, all that good stuff. Get it. Get it. And you can follow me on Twitter, at Serafini TV. You can follow all of us here on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those fun social media platforms, at AfterBuzz TV. Rate, comment, subscribe, download, tell a friend. We're all here every single week. We love the show. We love talking to you guys. Thank you every everyone and for tuning in every week thanks you guys we'll see you next time from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. i'm sir richard wentworth and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz tv buzz you later the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.